quote, In the three weeks since she left Kiev, Kudenko said she has cried every night. Quote, It's very painful that somebody has the right to come to my home, to make me leave this home and destroy everything I loved and worked for. End of quote, she said. Another um, quote from this article. Quote, I was tired of sitting in the basement, hiding all the time, Zakharchuk said, tears shining on her cheeks as Shidavar translated. Quote, somehow the dignity of a person, of a human being, is lost. End of quote. Another quote. After a week of in Poland with the support of Shidavar and other Poles, quote, caring, helpful, and ready to serve, end of quote, as Akarczuk described them, she was planning to fly to Spain where she would stay with her brother until she could safely return to Kharkiv. Quote, it's a beautiful and vibrant city. I have my life there. It needs to be rebuilt after the war, so I will for sure go back home, she said, end of quote. This is from an NPR.org article online written by Becky Sullivan on March 16, 2022, and posted at 5 a.m. Eastern Time, entitled, The Number of Ukrainians Who Fled to Poland is Equal to the Population of Warsaw. Food for Thought Sunday starts now. So the update is that uh, according to Wikipedia, an ongoing refugee crisis that began in Europe in late February 2022 after Russia's invasion of, of Ukraine more than 4.5 million refugees have since left Ukraine as of April 9, 2022, while an estimated 6.5 million people have been displaced within the country as of March 18, 2022. As the war continues in Ukraine, um, I've heard some first-hand accounts on what's going on from people in Europe, um, in Poland. I don't know anyone in Ukraine. However, uh, I've spoken with people living in Warsaw and also in other places in Europe. There is a lot of... Um, bad things happening and of course uh, the um, huge displacement of people uh, that are fleeing the war zone and coming through the borders in Poland and other countries but primarily in Poland. So um, I found this article that's really actually very interesting um, and it kind of shows what's going on 
um, which uh, was written about a couple of weeks ago, though. So things have escalated since then and became even more alarming since then. Uh, just wanted to point out a couple of things. I um, just wanted to say, you know, the uh, the relationship between Poland and Ukraine is um, close and the history, although complicated over the years, there have been different situations in the past that it wasn't always a clear path to um to harmony uh nevertheless in the last years and i know that also from like first hand accounts uh from my friend who was telling me that in the last you know decade or two um that relationship has strengthened and a lot of people have immigrated to poland you know, and are able to work in Poland and have been able to. And, uh, you know, partly the reason was for them to come and find work because a lot of uh, immigration happened. Um, You know, the outgoing people that were immigrating to other countries in in the European Union, but mostly to England and UK and Ireland, um, they left some vacancies for jobs and such, and people have been very openly re- received, but also because they obviously have similar ideas about peace and symbiotic coexistence, uh, just, you know, making a better life for your family. Um, that's what it comes down to. And so I was glad to hear and learn more about this because I've just known the other parts of history, which, again, it wasn't always uh, good, you know. And so that was good to know. Now, Polish people do not speak Ukrainian and vice versa, um, but they have been obviously very receiving. Now, the news recently is very alarming when it comes to atrocities and things that are happening in the in Ukraine throughout Ukraine especially eastern Ukraine um and um so there is a lot going on there's a huge humanitarian crisis right now in cities where uh humanitarian aid was not able to be received and so there are a lot of issues. If you are listening to this, I did provide a link to the top um, charities basically that are working to help uh, in Ukraine in the humanitarian relief in Ukraine, which is uh, from, I believe it's NBC News. So it's um, uh, it's a list of different types of charities. So whatever uh, you are interested in, helping. Um, I'm sure you can find something on there. So I do want to read this article because I think it encompasses a lot of the the things that are going on consistently on the ground. However, I do also want to mention 
um, that I've heard firsthand accounts of how it really actually is at the um, at the train station in Warsaw where people are arriving all the time. And when they see a family, someone coming in uh, into the station, the families are there with their pets, with their kids, sitting there, and they're just looking and they're hoping that someone will take them on or help them out. And of course, lots of people are, obviously, and things have improved and became more organized as as this is going on. However, it continues, and it's such great numbers that uh, literally... I was reading in this article that uh, the size of Warsaw is how many people actually already have left Ukraine, which is, I believe, over 3 million people. And Poland took on some 5% of its population uh, in the influx of uh, refugees. So I invite you to listen to this article and then I will go on to talk more about other things that I wanted to touch upon, including the market update. So stay tuned. So this is an article by Becky Sullivan. It was written or posted on March 16th. 2022 at 5 a.m. Eastern Time uh, on the NPR KQED uh, Europe website. Um, has a nice picture here from Warsaw. Uh, Ukrainian refugees receiving help and services at the main train station in Warsaw. Um, the title of the article is The Number of Ukrainians Who Fled to Poland is Equal to the Population of Warsaw. So, quote, Warsaw, Poland. About 3 million people have fled Ukraine since Russia's invasion began in February, the United Nations says. A remarkable pace that has placed Ukraine among the world's worst refugee crises. As of Tuesday, 2.97 million people have left Ukraine since February 24th. And this is uh, obviously almost a month ago already. That's what they're talking about. Um, continuing, according to UNHCR, the UN Refugee Agency, Another UN agency, the International Organization for Migration, said Tuesday that more than 3 million people have fled. The people who are coming over are in a bit more of a state of shock. That's a quote within this article. Compared to earlier arrivals after the invasion, said Matthew Saltmarsh, a spokesperson for UNHCR. Quote, they've experienced conflict more directly in many cases. There often may be people with fewer means, with less financial support, end of quote. The article continues. The lion's share have gone to Poland, 
where the number of refugees that have arrived, about 1.8 million at the time, matches the population of the city of Warsaw, Poland's capital and largest city. The article continues, in Warsaw, refugees experience kindness from volunteers and distant connections. The flood of arrivals is visible in Warsaw, where the central train station has been transformed with information booths, volunteer translators, and free coffee. Among the refugees there is Olha Gudenko, a compliance manager who fled Kyiv three weeks ago with her French bulldog lion. She said she has been staying with a friend's brother in Warsaw. On Tuesday, Gudenko had returned to the station to find help for a friend, another young woman currently en route from Kyiv, who was traveling with just a single set of clothes, Gudenko said. Quote, she's very disoriented and very scared, end of quote, Gudenko said, who was hoping to find extra clothes for her friend to wear. In the three weeks since she left Kyiv, Kudenko said she has cried every night. Quote, it's very painful that somebody has the right to come to my home to make me leave this home and destroy everything I loved and worked for, end of quote, she said. Leaving behind their lives and families, Ukrainian refugees are left to leverage the most tenuous of connections for help. That's been the experience of Lidomiwa Zakharchuk, a 70-year-old Ukrainian woman in a black parka and pink hat, who is standing in line at a currency exchange shop with Anna Shidevar, a Polish woman in her 20s, wearing a bright yellow coat. Zakharchuk left her home in Kharkiv, Ukraine's second largest city, in early March, she said, after enduring nightly shelling since Russian forces invaded on February 24th. Quote, I was tired of sitting in the basement hiding all the time, end of quote, Zakharchuk said, tears shining on her cheeks, as Shinevar translated. Quote, somehow the dignity of a person, of a human being, is lost, end of quote. Her son drove her to the border with Poland. After crossing, a stranger drove her to Warsaw, she said, where she met up with Shidevar, the niece of a friend of a friend. After a week in Poland, with the support of Shidevar and other Poles, quote, caring, helpful, and ready to serve, end of quote, as Zakarczuk described them. She was planning to fly to Spain, where she would stay with her brother until she could safely return to Kharkiv. Quote, it's a beautiful and vibrant city. I have my life there. It needs to be rebuilt after the war, so I will for sure go back home. End of quote, she said. Services for refugees in some cities are reaching capacity. Again, I'd like to make a note here that this was written on March 16th. Continuing in this article, cities near Poland's border with Ukraine, such as Rzeszów, have swelled with refugees and humanitarian workers. Some local officials have told the UN they are, quote, reaching saturation points, end of quote, said Saltmarsh, the UNHCR spokesperson. In major cities such as Warsaw and Krakow, some services have reached capacity. 
Now Polish officials are urging refugees to seek shelter in the country's smaller cities. Quote, big cities in Poland are already overcrowded. Don't be afraid to go to smaller towns. They are peaceful, have good infrastructure, and are well adapted. End of quote, urged a prominent sign in Warsaw's train station. But with tens of thousands of refugees continuing to arrive in Poland each day, Polish authorities are meeting with other officials around the European Union to find ways to spread them out. They now offer free transportation for refugees to other EU member countries, including eight new daily trains to Germany. The UN High Commissioner for Refugees, Filippo Grandi, has previously called it the fastest growing refugee crisis in Europe since World War II. The vast majority of the refugees have fled for countries neighboring Ukraine's western border. Countries in the European Union, including Ukraine's neighbors Poland, Slovakia, Romania, and Hungary, have offered Ukrainian refugees the right to live, work, and receive welfare across the EU for up to three years without special legal status. The number of refugees leaving Ukraine each day has slowed from over 200,000 at the peak to 130,000 or less in recent days. Again, this is in March. Of March, this was on March 16th. Saltmarsh attributed the dip to a variety of factors, including increasingly unsafe roads in eastern Ukraine and recent cold weather and many Ukrainians are riding out the conflict in the relative safety of Western Ukraine, where airstrikes have been largely limited to military targets, he said. Quote, if things intensify, it's quite possible that you might get another big push through the, to the border, another big number of people coming through. End of quote, said Saltmarsh, end of the article. Okay, we're going to switch gears just a little bit right now to talk about uh, market update and such. So stay tuned. Hello, hello, hello. This is Marilla Kale, your location gal, and you're on my podcast, Fire Chat with Marilla. Welcome. Today is a Food for Thought Sunday episode, and I am going to touch upon several things. Well, uh, we're going to talk about the market and see how things are going. Um, also, I want to tell you about a fun uh, thing that is becoming a real trend now in home decor. Uh, a tip I picked up from my favorite uh, designer, uh, designer podcaster and a fellow podcaster who is uh, Melissa Dittman Tracy, and she is also known as the Housing Muse, and is a frequent guest, or almost I would say, a very regular guest 
if not like on every episode, I believe she is, <laughs> on Real Estate Today. And um, she had some great um, ideas and tips to share in terms of what is popular and what is not. Um, her segment, uh, Hot or Not, is absolutely fantastic. And so I urge you to listen to it and also check her out on social media. She is wonderful and posts some very interesting uh, things around decor and that sort of thing. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. How is your day going? Crazy? The world can make our heads spin sometimes. Do you know what's a good thing to put a pause on the world? Chocolate. Here's one of my favorites and my favorite commercial for this company. Irresistibly smooth chocolate to put the world on pause. Lindor. Made to melt you by the lint master chocolatier lent chocolate is world famous it's an international company based and originated out of switzerland which um, i admire because they are taking a stance uh, during this current situation in europe and um, i will be getting more of their chocolate these days. You know, we do have a choice. We do have a way of making a stance in the world. Um, So in any small way, I think uh, whatever we can do, we should do that in order to show our support for the things that we believe are right. This is Fire Chat with Morella podcast. Life and real estate tips and hacks because it's about life until it's about real estate. Grab a tea, coffee or hot chocolate and let's chat. How's the market? Hot real estate news, pro tips, interviews, insights and fun facts for balance and empowerment, including mindfulness meditation and food for thought Sundays. Welcome, and do subscribe to Fire Chat with Marilla podcast so you don't miss any future episodes. Thank you, and thanks for listening. So first things first, how is the market, right? Well, it continues to be pretty remarkable as far as homes not staying very long on the market, the rates are high. They have gone up to even 5%, which is in some cases almost double. So that continues to go up. The prices don't seem to be cooling off or slowing down. The demand over here, especially in our area, in the Bay Area is very high. It's pretty much like this across the country. From what I'm hearing, I was just listening to the update from NAR 
on their podcast, uh, Real Estate Today. And that continues to be a very, very uh, dynamic market all over the United States. And the demand is very high still. The inventory is still on the lower side. We do have a few more listings coming on. So um, the increase is pretty significant if we look at uh, what was going on last month, for example. So we are on trend to increase the inventory. Uh, it is in in no way a balanced market or it's not going to be very soon. However, um, that is good to see the trend because of everything else going on. Um, we definitely want to see that happening for our buyers to be able to have a few more choices. And the buying frenzy has not stopped. Um, that's because people know that we are not getting our supply increased by huge numbers anytime soon, especially here in the Bay Area. And the rates are on the upward trend. Uh, the prices for now are continuing to go up. So, um, yeah, so this is where we are right now. Already then. On with the day. And if you're thinking of putting your house on the market, the first step to do is to find out uh, your home's value in the current market, which is a moving target at the moment. Uh, it changes literally from week to week. And so you need to speak to your realtor who is familiar with the process and can get some research done for you. If you'd like and you don't have a realtor that you're working with, you can drop me a note at relocationgal.gmail.com and I can see how we can help you. So uh, without further ado, let's dive in. So guess what is back in style? Ancient Greece and its remnants. So anything from Aphrodite-themed wallpaper to statues to um, just sentiments of ancient Greece are definitely in. And uh, that trend, according to the housing muse, uh, or Melissa Dittman Tracy, date back to the 80s when they were actually last popular. So trends repeat. Things go back in style and out of style. And so this is what is on uh, right now as far as trends in design. Uh, lots of ideas in uh, on Pinterest. You can find those boards out there with beautiful, wonderful ideas. Instagram also has its own share, definitely. And check out the Housing Muse for more inspiration. Quote, I've had a lot of worries in my life most of which never happened, end of quote, Mark Twain. 
This is one of my favorite quotes because it is with a little sense of humor showing that there are a lot of things in life that we cannot control and we cannot worry about all the different scenarios. Of course, we do have to plan and we do have to think about things, but a lot of the time, I think uh, the worrying part uh, can take over and can can be paralyzing, can be uh, really affecting us and how we go about our day and how productive we can be. I know that's true with me, so I have to always be aware of that. However, I have gotten quite good about uh, catching myself and um, and steering myself away from that kind of reaction. So uh, best thing to do is to plan things ahead of time so you are always on track to do something and create something and um, move forward, right, in whatever your goals or your agenda is in your life, um, other than worrying about everything else. So that's my little bit of advice for the day on this. Uh, I have to say I'm uh, always steering also toward uh, being grateful and coming from the place of gratitude. I think it always helps to keep me grounded and to... Uh, you know, start from the place of a positive attitude, meaning uh, I am grateful for so many things in my life and start that with that as much as possible. I know there are different days. I have them too. <laughs> but um, definitely starting with that helps. Um Physical activity helps. I definitely uh, like being out in the fresh air if I can. If not, um, recently I've started doing more yoga and more just more physical activity. And that seems to be helping also, right? It gives you more energy. And um, so I don't have to rely on coffee so much, <laughs> which is a good thing. But uh, mostly what I want to say, what I'm grateful for, uh, this past week, I had a lot of gratitude coming my way because um, my grandkids were in town. Uh, my son and his wife were able to come for a few days, actually, because they were coming to attend a wedding where we're all going to be together. And that was wonderful. And uh, the wedding was absolutely beautiful. The bride was stunning. The uh, groom looked handsome. Everything was just so beautifully done. And her mom did a remarkable job transforming her backyard, basically, into a full-blown wedding extraordinaire venue. I mean, just beautifully done. I mean, this could have been in Beverly Hills. That's how it was done. Every detail was taken care of. Every inch of space was designed to do something functional. And there was a lot of fun. There was um, 
lots of um, beautiful music and food and company and speeches and people and dances and games and just um, it was a wonderful time. And I got some extra bonus time uh, with my grandkids because they were able to come in a little bit earlier. And I just had so much fun um, spending time having um, a couple meals here and there with them was wonderful. And also I was able to uh, show them uh, their dad's uh you know, uh, places where he went to school when he was little. Um, we actually happened to be going to a park I wanted to show them where he was riding his bike all the time. And we used to uh, watch the ducks in Cupertino, uh, this beautiful memorial park where there are um, gorgeous um uh, places where we used to actually watch and feed uh, the ducks, uh, but they're not there because we've had the drought for so long now that um, the water is not supplied there. But I've seen a lot of construction going on, so I'm just wondering if they are fixing things. In any case, um, the beautiful paths are still there, and there is a nice play structure where they were able to play. Um, they are little, they're three and four years old. So this is perfect for them. And they were very, very amused and very happy that they were there with, uh, with their mom and later dad joined us and, uh, they could, they could have fun in the same park where dad used to come when he was little. So that was very special. And yeah, and it was funny because on the way there, uh, the directions happened to put us on the street where his uh, school was when he was going to school when he was little. And um, for, for the time being in Sunnyvale, which was, which was very cool because um, I got to show them. That's where daddy went to school. <laughs> so that was really fun. And so I am amazed my heart is full. I had so much fun with them. And um, the wedding was tremendous, was just wonderful and beautiful. And, and I'm so happy for them. Their families that came together and all the friends, there was so much love and so much support and just harmony um, in that space on that day. It was a beautiful day. It was sunny. It was gorgeous. And we had absolutely a blast. And so lots of, lots of gratitude. And, um, I want to wish everyone, uh, listening. I hope when you're listening today, you are able to find gratitude in your life and, uh, I, I, of course, don't have such epic weekends and weeks all the time. <laughs> this was a very, very special week and weekend uh, on the personal level that I was able to enjoy and be so happy about. Uh, of course, life can also throw us challenges. So 
I think especially because of that, we need to stop and think and really be grateful for the times that are especially wonderful and fulfilling. And that's that was the kind of time and that those were the days. So I cherish them. I'm grateful for them. Um, I wish you the same. I wish that you find lots of gratitude and lots of great times with people that you care about and uh, things that you love. So with that, I hope you have a great week and lots of energy and that you get to focus on things that are important and that you keep the worries away. And then if they come around, you're able to switch away from them. And remember that quote uh, from Mark Twain that helps us stay grounded and see things in perspective. So stay informed, be well and be kind. And I'll talk to you soon. Ciao. Don't forget to subscribe to my uh, newsletter with curated information on what you may be interested in, including coming soon uh, properties and uh, information on what may be available off market and uh, what soon may be available to you in terms of your specific needs, what you're looking for. So in order to sign up, uh, drop me a note at relocationgal at gmail.com and put in the subject line newsletter and let me know a little bit about uh, your project. Are you looking to sell, buy, invest? Uh, what are your priorities? Uh, what time frame you're looking to move in? Um, and maybe what area, the more information you can share, the more we will be able to match you up with the information that you need and the listings that you need to know about already then. If you have any questions and you're wondering about uh, the specifics of any particular neighborhood or area, uh, shoot me an email and uh, drop me a note at uh, relocationgal at gmail.com. This has been a production of Do You Eve Media. Copyright 2022. All rights reserved.